Hello and welcome to Spoilerama. I'm Mick Jordan. And I'm Marina Gorski. So this is a special on ADIF, which we've done last year. Last year was the first time we did one, so now we're doing another one. Yes. Um, but we're mainly going to concentrate on the surprise film because that's the only one we're both going to see. Um, we're going to make guesses on what it might be. And then we will do another live podcast immediately after we see it next Sunday yes. on what it was. Um, you haven't been to anything else this year well I haven't been to much myself I normally get a season ticket and I went to um, the shorts films mainly just to compare the shorts with our future work because throughout while I was watching them I kept saying imagine circle sessions up there you were doing that that's we went to see lighthouse shorts as well were you yeah. doing that when you were there watching yes yeah. yes um, imagining it following it up the next one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every time, uh, and particularly with a big screen. Yeah. And I mean, I saw the shorts. Shorts that I saw yesterday were in Lighthouse One, which is really big. Yeah. And I was sitting up front, and you just looking, and also as well because they have curtains there, they change the curtain settings for each film because some of them yeah. are widescreen, some aren't. And just hearing the curtains close, and just going, so would circus actually be widescreen or what? <laughs> I can't remember what it's got to be. So. So I will say, I'll just make a quick comment on the shorts I saw yesterday and bring it back to the shorts we saw in Lighthouse Shorts. Some very good ones out there. Um, and some very good ones in Lighthouse Shorts we saw last week as well. Yeah, they're now, very good. Nothing to match yesterday. Um, Bridges Crossing. Oh, Which I haven't yeah. been able to find on IMDb or anything. If anyone knows anything about this film, I think it comes from Monaghan or that part of the world anyway, because I recognise the accent. A wonderful spoof documentary called Bridget's Crossing. I think I can't even remember if that's what it's called. I think it was. I think it is Bridget's Crossing, yeah. It's hilarious. I think it's Bridget's it. Cross. It might be. And that would actually make more sense because yeah. St. Bridget's Cross. But it's about a railway line. Yeah. That's all we'll say. It'll probably turn up in short screen on RTE sometime, anyone yeah. in Ireland. Watch out for it. It's yeah, wonderful. it is actually hilarious, honestly. Is, like, we're, you were grabbing me with yeah, laughing. It was yeah. so funny. Um, I did see some good ones, as I said, at after the festival. They were from all over the world. One from Greece, which wasn't very good, but it was interesting because it was just full of sex. And there was a load of kids in the cinema because one of the films, they were in one of the films, the Irish film. Oh my God. And they were about eight or nine. And they were sitting in the front row eating their popcorn, looking up at this shagging nonstop going on. Oh dear. <laughs> that was funny. Um, but they were there for a film called Time Traveller. Which, oh, which we, did we see that? No, no. It was up for an if. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, uh, didn't sorry. win. It's good. It was basically, it's this kid who's obsessed with Back to the Future and wants to build his own time machine, DeLorean. And, but what's f- funny about it was the title, Time Traveller. He's a traveller. So this oh. is the pun. So it's a very clever pun on that. So that was funny. But the one that's... Well, there was two that stood out for me of the shorts. One was a film called... Oh, God, I forgot the name. I think it was Earthy Matters or something like that. But, but it was like I an epic make... science fiction drama, like full on. It was only 25 minutes long. And I was going, this should be a feature. What the hell is this yeah. here? It was really striking that they managed to condense so much into 25 minutes. But the one I wanted to mention was... A film called Retouch, which was from Iran. Um, and it was just, this is what we said. We've watched Iranian films before in college. They make them differently. Like they yeah. could they could actually, this film, you could tell the whole story of in the summary and it wouldn't matter. It's not the story that matters. It's just the style, the technique. 
it's a different mindset in filmmaking. And what this one was, the story I'll tell you now, was a woman and her husband, they're preparing to go to work. He's doing weight lifts. He's lying on his back, lifting up these barbells. And she's in another room getting made up and he calls out to her for help. And she comes back and the bar has fallen on his neck because he's put too much mm. weights on it. And she can't lift it off him because obviously she's not yeah. as strong as he is and he's not strong. And then she just decides to just leave it. And he chokes to death. And she goes on about her day and is working out how she'll cover up for it. And that's and then she comes home and brings her child in and runs screaming, oh, my God, oh, my God. And the film ends. And I just said, you were just so utterly engrossing. I was a bit disappointed. I wanted a bit more to go on. But it's just so. It sounds really good. Matter of fact. Yeah. And what she says, it's like, is this. They've told you the story beforehand and now, and this is how we've done it. And that's yeah, the way it is. Yeah. Because there's no surprises or anything like that. It's just a technique. It was it's very just, interesting. It's a, it's a story, basically. Yeah. It doesn't matter how it ends or whatever. It's the telling of it. Yeah, that's exactly you, yeah. the technique. And that's what I find with um, most of them. Even when we saw, we went to the Arabic Film Festival. Yeah. Um, it's a completely it's, different culture, yeah, which is great. Yeah. And I, I know, I, I think don't think some people will like this, but I mean, just generalizing that area of the world, um, the films are like that. Yeah. And even um, Kiristami's films, they were like that as well. It's just, it's a story. And it's so well done because it's just, it's simply told. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter how it ends. It doesn't matter really what happens. It's just... You you just watch it, yeah, and you're in that world, and it's like it's like you're living there, and it's just one day in someone's life. Yeah, it's as if you're taking part in. Yeah, and it just seems natural and normal, and it's great. It's fantastic. Yeah. So overall, I'm very impressed with the short so far. I'm going to see another batch of them tonight, and another few tomorrow. But oh, I've seen silent films as well, which was okay. I've seen one it was called Behind the Door, and another one coming up. But the main highlight, as always, is the surprise film. So we're just going to make our predictions. So what's your first... What would you like it to be? Surely there's one film out there you really like it to be. Mary Poppins. <laughs> oh, yeah. Actually, yeah, I haven't said Mary Poppins. Or not going to be, though. Not you, I don't December. think... Well, well, this is... Yeah, I don't think it will. They normally do it when it's out before the summer or something, isn't it? Yeah. So I have a couple that I think... Well, no, three, really, that I think might be. One of them is Ocean's 8. Oh, I hadn't thought of that. That's actually, yeah, that's a good option. And um, maybe if if I'm going to say like a, what you call, um, I'm going to put an animation in there. It might be Wes Anderson's Isle of Dog. Yeah. Because it sounds interesting enough to like to be there. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, they're hype, there's like the lighthouse is shown at Wes Anderson's season. Yeah. In preparation for it. And I think they're having a special... Um, celebration of the, of the premiere or something like that I think yeah they're having a party yeah or I am going to go with um, Mamma Mia oh god I hope not because it might be a musical or something and no, there was yeah. another one that I also thought that might be um, in there no, I can't. oh there's also The Hustle which is going to be with Rebel Wilson and Anne, Anne uh, Hathaway Oh right! Which oh, is that would be yeah, great. which is them being spies in the south of France. Oh, that would be brilliant! Yeah, oh, I love that. So and that that's the sort of one that would that would be. Yeah, remember it was Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. Yeah, that's ago. what that's, I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, those are kind of the ones that I imagine might might be in there. I don't think it'll be like these big films like um, well, Solo like, or whatever. Oh no, it won't be so because that's too far away. Yeah, no, but no, it's not too far away. That's in May. That's far enough. 
Like for a big film like that, you see, well, it's because if it's a big film. But this is what I mean. If it's big films, I don't think they'd put it in because. No, but they have, like, I mean, they shot 300 one year, which was a massive. Which no, but is the I mean, something like Star Wars, I don't think they're even allowed to show. No, but that's, that's my point. They can, they can show up, but not that far in yeah. advance because of the fact that people will then be putting it all online. I would say my possibility on the big ones would be um, Ready Player One because it's yeah. not that long away. Yeah. Um, but one's other consideration would be The Widow. What's that? That's the Neil Jordan one with Isabel Hubert that was made oh. here. Now, that's still in post-production officially, but that would be... It's a very typical yeah, one to because, do because Neil Jordan would be there. Yeah, yeah. Um, another remote possibility. So if he's there on the day, we'll know what it is. Oh, yeah, if we yeah. see him around. <laughs> well, I mean, everyone will know what it is. Everyone yeah. knows him in film stars. He'll be hidden. Um, another very remote possibility I don't think it'll be but it just was a new big film coming out Death Wish there's a new version oh. of Death Wish with Bruce Willis but I think that I would be a case something about they, that, yeah, it would have to be a good film for them to put that up mm. um, I would say because people would just leave they would not be impressed with that but the one that I thought would be very interesting to see and might possibly be there mm. is Best Friends and with Tommy Wiseau and Greg Sestero this is the one we saw yeah. because that's he's promoting that all over the world at the moment. Yeah. He's having all these previews of it. And so he would be there. Yeah. And Tommy Wiseau might be there as well because they're promoting it a lot in England. So they're in, in the around, environment. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's a, true. It's yeah. a sort of quirky film that they would put in there. Because, I mean, sometimes previous films they've had, they've had big ones like 300, Muppets, Most Wanted and so on. But they've also had Hamlet too, which didn't even get released here. Mm. So... They they can go very quirky, yeah. But they don't want to put something that people will leave. Yeah, and I remember so. Get Out. Some people left at the start. You remember they did. that? Oh yeah, yeah. I've heard Grant Humphrey Jeff, talking yeah. about it afterwards. She was saying that people were saying, "How dare you put on a horror?" They said yeah. it to her afterwards, and she said, "It's the surprise film. It's yeah. meant to be a surprise." And there's loads of genres. You can't oh, yeah. expect them to put the same thing every year. It has uh, to be different. If you don't like it, yeah, get up and leave. But I'd say those people are now like, oh yeah, we left on that film and it's getting loads of awards. Yeah. Like, Good. Serves yeah. them right. I, I hate anyone walking out. Yeah. Um, but we'll wrap it. Oh, sorry, cool. I just want to say another one because I remember now it was in my mind that might be as well is Tomb Raider. Yeah. I, I, think, I, I saw it on the list that said, no, it's too mainstream. They well, won't go that much it might. I don't know. It might. It would have to be good. Yeah. If it's a very good version of Tomb Raider, fine. Like, I mean, it would be like Suicide Squad or Justice League. They might be big films and they might pick them out. But if they know it's like they, they will pick films that are good as well. Yeah. As mainstream and quirky or whatever. And if they see a film and they think it's shite and I don't think I'm sure Tomb Raider might be good, but I don't think it's going to be yeah. amazing or anything like that. So we leave it there on yeah. my guess. My main prediction would be Best Friends. What's yours like? I can't remember what I said. (laughs) (laughs) I think either um, Isle of Dog or what was the other one I said? Damn it. My head is like a sieve. Give me one second. (laughs) Definitely cutting all this out. But what? Ocean's Eight. Ocean's Eight. Yeah, Yeah. I think that's a very likely one. Yeah, that could be a a big... Because it seems... It doesn't even seem... You can cut that. Okay, just finish and I'll talk about it. (laughs) Okay. 
So the hustle we'll, will we'll, be great we'll, as well. We'll, yes, the hustle will be one I would love to see. So we'll take a break there. Yeah. And join us again in a few minutes, your time, when we find out what the film actually is. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, it's the day after the end of the film festival. We saw the surprise film yesterday. There was a lot of panic and fear about what we were going to see because of the colossal snowstorm. Yes. Emma, that we had here in Ireland. I'm sure you all heard about it. But we survived and we persevered and went to see the surprise film. But unfortunately, um, in the process, we don't have our normal recorders because I lent them to our regular contributor, Chris Buckley who has not been able to get out of the snow to give them back to me. So instead, we are, rather appropriately, which we will come to, recording this on an iPhone. Yay! But you, do you see what I mean by it being appropriate? Yes. Okay. Mick, I'm not because, stupid. Okay, you're a guest in my house at the moment. You clearly so. mean because we don't have other recorders. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're no, not stupid. Because the film we saw yesterday was filmed on an iPhone. Did you spot that? Oh, we'd better say what it was. Yeah, it's called Unsane with Claire Foy by Steven Soder... Soderbergh. Soderbergh. I can never say <laughs> his name. And had you heard of the film beforehand? I saw it on the list, but I didn't know anything about it, but I saw it on the list of films to be released this year. Yeah, because we both went through and, well, we said, we, at the start of this podcast, was supposed to be our predictions, which were all completely wrong. Yeah. And so was everyone else, because I hadn't heard of this. I probably had come across on the list, but just hadn't registered. But it was, it did strike me about halfway through, this looks very cheaply made, but not so much cheaply, but just it's made very dark and yeah. with a certain technique. And then I started thinking... Oh, at the very end, particularly, yeah. it really looked like, oh, this was made in a phone, wasn't it? I yeah. just think, particularly when it's Soderbergh. It's the sort of thing he does. He always tries to try different techniques and different things for the film. Uh, but very well done yes. on that. Very, very good. Well, after, like, you notice it straight away that it's not the same quality as the... As proper Yeah, as the, the 4K cameras or whatever. Mm. But after, you just get used to it. Oh, yeah. And it, it actually, it enhances the film. It adds to the atmosphere. Because yeah. that's what I thought at first. I thought he's deliberately shooting things grimy and dark to add to the atmosphere yeah. of the tension. Which it was, it was perfectly appropriate. Because it's about a woman who gets locked up in a mental asylum and there's nothing wrong with her. And she's desperately trying to get out. And every action she does to get her out convinces them all the more. Or uses, they use an excuse to keep her in. Yeah. So it's really, really solved. Is she mad or isn't she? It's all the way through as well. And so it's a real cheap looking style of thriller. It's meant to be like that. But it's like the same way Psycho, when Hitchcock made Psycho in 1959, he deliberately made it as cheaply as possible. Like black and white, when everyone was making colour. And all the big, he was making a cheap horror. Um, The actors and actors were all B actors. And Janet Leigh was the only big star. And then he killed her off in the first 20 minutes. Yeah. So he was going out of his way to upend things. A major director making a really cheap film. And that's what Soderbergh is doing here. Like it's very genre. Yeah, it is but actually. Yeah. It's great. I mean, it's hugely entertaining. Yeah, I thought it was very, very really good. Really Very, very good. And yeah, I highly, highly recommend it when it comes out. I'd be anxious to see it again now knowing fully that it is made. That it iPhone. is. See, I, I liked it, but it's not a film that I would watch again, I don't think. I would, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily watch it for 
the entertainment value or because I know it's just sort of it is just sort of film. once you know the yeah. end is, you don't need you're not going to enjoy it again that much mm. but just to see because I did notice when I was watching it, there was a huge amount of tracking shots like the camera moving from one room to another yeah and I was because I didn't know really I said Jesus that must take an awful long time to set up because it felt like proper dollies like yeah and it probably was probably someone in a wheelchair or something like that holding the phone but it looks perfectly synced well yeah and they, other than that as well there are gadgets you put on your phone for those kind of things for hold for, for, for yeah, yeah for transport yeah. long so it's anyone can so we're now cancelling uh, sorry so we're reshooting the entire yeah. circle session on our well. phones so yeah so it, but it was it was a great end to the festival congratulations to the festival for coping with yeah. the crisis because there was three days in the in the whole in a 10-day festival where no one could get anywhere yeah and they managed to reschedule a lot of things one of the silent the silent yeah, film. yeah. not only just because of the snow but public transport wasn't running yeah so it was people hard get to yeah. people weren't allowed yeah. they were told not to go is red alert you were breaking the law practically if you left your house yeah so that went on for a few days but that's what i said one of the silent films i saw yesterday the italian straw hat which was wonderful I have to tell you about that after very very funny but that was supposed to be live musical accompaniment but instead they just played a pre-recorded sound and it worked fine yeah so it was all everything went smoothly enough um i'm raging i didn't get a well i'm glad i didn't because as you pointed out i wouldn't be able to go with the weather but from the films that are on show season ticket would have been a good idea this year oh yeah it was yeah. there was some great stuff on i just couldn't because i live in kells and it would have been very expensive transporting yes. myself in and out every day. But I did, I list, Adif has its own podcast, which I think we've linked to, but it's Adif Podcast on SoundCloud as well. And the opening one was an interview with Gronya Humphreys and Sarah Hearn. Hearn, I think it is, yeah. And they're talking about all the things that are on. And when I was listening to them, I was going, oh shit, I should have got a season ticket because yeah. there was some really good stuff. But maybe next year I'd be employed and can afford it. <laughs> And maybe next year our film, The Circle we'll Sessions, will it, be yeah. nearly ready for the following year. <laughs> yeah. But, no, so. I will make it my mission to finish this film. In this time for the film yeah. festival. And then it won't be shown. Yeah. <laughs> because they it did won't say, be chosen. They, they yeah. did say at their shorts um, and festivals, films that they did show, they did show a lot, there was four um, programmes of it, that they had for every 10, they showed they had about 500 submissions. Oh my god! Well, everyone's making—they're all yeah. making them on iPhones, yeah. and they will now after this. Sort of work has unleashed unmerciful hell on film. Yeah. So damn you, so. <laughs> but we loved your film. Yes, it was great. So what would you rate it then? The actual film. Yeah, I'd give it a solid nine. Yeah, I would give it four. For the yeah. creativeness like it's not, it's, and... It's not film of the year or anything yeah. like that, but it's the perfect surprise film. Yeah, I really isn't it? enjoyed yeah. it. Uh, like last year was Get Out and that was I think I said it to you I heard someone coming out of the cinema said every time I go to the surprise film it's always some really freaky horror and I was going so you've been twice yeah <laughs> this is only the second time ever but it's I've not been really going a horror horror it though. is it's listed a thriller, as a horror though, it's on it? the genre well it's you see horror this one is, now yeah it's the genre is horror on IMDB is classified as a horror because horror is like I mean you look at Get Out Get Out was a horror and that's not supernatural yeah. It is. It's just violent. It's scares. And yeah, stuff, like it's really it? frightening. Yeah. I don't. I don't care what genre it is. I just thought it was. Yeah. Very. Well, I think it's lo- Get Out is loads of different genres oh, in yeah. one. It's absolutely. It's well, Get Out is is a masterpiece. Like yeah. this is this will be probably remembered for the way it was made rather than the f- content of the film itself. But it's still a great film, entertaining. Yeah. So we wrap it up there for another year of festival. Yeah. Looking forward to 
hopefully maybe coming from Dingle next week. Yes, and um, maybe have visited their cinema. Yes, the Phoenix Cinema in Dingle. That should be interesting. Yeah. So we, that's that's one of those listed ten cinemas in the country you should see. When oh, is Stella, it? When the Stella was opened, they, they, they I think it was Love in Dublin, not Love in Dublin, but it would have been some Irish yeah. website anyway. Listed ten other cinemas around Dublin, around Ireland, around that should Ireland be seen, and yeah. one of them was the Phoenix in Dingle. Okay, well, we should take so. them off then. Okay, leave it there. I've been Mick Jordan, and I've been Marina Gorski. Woohoo!